Hello and welcome to the Car Lounge. My name is Neil Kavanagh and with me is Mr. Dean Motors himself. Yeah, no, Simon Walsh is actually, I am Dean Motors. Oh, he is actually he is Dean actually Motors. Dean yeah. Motors Simon yeah. Walsh. Uh, this is uh, episode seven of the Car Lounge. Um, unlike last episode when Simon and I rambled on for an hour and had a catch up uh, after our long uh, sabbatical, uh, we actually have a guest uh, on this month's uh, podcast uh, who we're really looking forward to talking to. Um, our usual ports of call, because we're back to business as usual, um, we are in the Dean Motors uh, showroom, we're in the, the room we call the Car Lounge, and we usually talk about the car that's in the Car Lounge each month, only this month, it's not a car, it's a motorbike. It is, it's like an armchair on wheels, it's uh, 1996 Harley Davidson Electroglide. Electroglide. So but for any of you who are into motorbikes, the only Harley Davidson that I ever knew about was the one that was in Terminator years ago, the Fat yeah. Boy. That was yeah, the only the one that I ever actually yeah. wanted. But uh, this one even has air suspension, loads of flashy lights, chrome. It's like the width of a car, isn't it? Like, it, you know, it's it's sort of, it would rival like a Ford car or something. You know, <laughs> if, you're in, in, if you're an it's probably as heavy as one. gentleman and you're lacking in some areas, that is the bike for you. Yeah, hair. Is what you mean, is hair? It? Yeah. yeah, if you're losing hair, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you can wear a helmet covered um, up. No, it's an amazing. It's it's just absolutely ridiculously big. The leather looks like the most unbelievable. I haven't sat in it yet. You've driven it, haven't you? You wouldn't be able to fit on it. You're too short. I'm too short. Yeah. Well, you're, you're only short. about two inches long. Ah, uh, in, it makes but it's all the, the two inches that count. <laughs> God. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you've driven it, haven't you? Yeah, I drove it up the road. You do actually have a bike license, don't I you? I do. Yeah. Yeah, I decided not to drive the bike anymore after I went off it up the road. My own fault. You were there that. You I were was. There that, you were there that day. Yeah, we had a lads' evening planned in the D Motor showroom. Was actually just new at that stage. Yep. We had a lads' evening planned. We had a racing simulator. We had uh, steak for the barbecue. Simon arrives in with a broken foot. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, being a hero up the road. Let's just say, yeah, uh, I kind Didn't of messed off. myself up. The bike shot up into the air and then landed on my foot, and I shattered it. So it wasn't uh, it wasn't the most sexy of all things. Okay. And I came in, but I was committed to staying there and having a good all night. But it turned out my foot was shattered. It turned out, so yeah, we made yeah. you go to hospital. So yeah, that was the end of that. Go. But you still, that didn't happen you on still the hard stayed day. here, though. Uh, did we? You did. Well, my wife took me and you stayed here, had your barbecue, had a great day and left. Did we? Yeah. That's that sounds real like, it sounds do. like something that's we real would friends. do. Yeah, there you go. Um, anyway, that didn't happen on the Harley when you took it first. No, no, the Harley's so beautiful. How many, so you literally went up the road and back because we haven't mentioned uh, the, the mileage on this. That's the unique selling point of this bike. There's 500 miles on it for yeah. you. And, and it's a 1996. 1996, it's, So it's yeah. barely... Uh, it's like a new bike. Yeah. Yeah. It's essentially a brand new bike yeah. that's 15 years old. And if you can't ride a bike, years old, it's a beautiful piece of furniture. And you could sit on it. It does you look very good It's in like here. a two-seater couch. So that's our first port of call. Um, actually, before before we go to our other one, we need to mention the competition. So our sort of last month, we kind of did this on the spot, off the cuff, bit of a competition. We threw it out there. I was opportunistic. There was a car sitting outside the car lounge. The keys were in the ignition. I could see it was warmed up. So... Turned it on, gave it a few revs, recorded it, and we put it out there to you to see if you knew what it was. Simon, you said you knew pretty much what it was. Don't reveal it just yet. But <laughs> but now that you know what it was, were yeah. you right? You of course it was. Of course you were. Of course, of course you're going to say that. Um, interestingly, we actually got quite a lot of guesses. People were on the right track with this. Um, they were guessing four-cylinder cars, yeah. which was correct. And considering we don't sell a huge we amount. We don't sell them. a huge amount. So there was a few guesses for the 309 GTI we have. Uh, there were a couple of guesses for the, uh, I love just saying this, any excuse to say the name of this car, the Fiat Tipo Sedici Valvole. That's the one, yeah. 
There were a couple of other random ones that were just way off. But one person got it right. Just one. Have you got his name? You or know, her name? You, you know who he is. Who? In fact, you were just texting him moments ago. Who? My wife? Mr. Prestige Transport. Ah, Stephen, Stephen Brady. got it right. Ah, Stephen Brady got it right. I'm not giving him a price. Now, this is the thing, because we said... We, we mentioned there'd be a prize. We joked about an evening with you. Now, for some really <laughs> bizarre reason, I can't really figure out, Stephen politely declined the, yeah, the, the, the prize, so yeah, I don't yeah. really know why. You get to see me enough during the week. Exactly. So, uh, well done, Stephen. You got it right. Uh, and you don't get anything. No. Uh, yeah. No, no. no definitely um, Right. Our final bit of housekeeping before we come to our, our special guest is motoring moment of the month. We didn't do this last month because we had several motoring moments of four months. Yeah, yeah. Um, what was yours? Um, I kind of had a few. I really enjoyed. We had a lovely Cosworth uh, come in. Um, 2.5, 16 valve. A Mercedes, 190. Yeah, not, 190 yeah. Cosworth, sorry. Not a um, Had a couple of automatic ones before. And I'm not going to lie, I was slightly disappointed. Hmm. Drove to them and I was like, yeah, it's grand. I kind of didn't really get it. Um, bought this one in, really nice car. Had a load of work on it engine was rebuilt took it down the road and it was serious crack <laughs> yeah. it was proper quick it was good fun so it, it, it I haven't driven it yeah it's really good I would it's going to be controversial here but I'd rather it to an E30 M3 I just would that is controversial yeah I just think it's yeah hmm. it's cooler and better value yeah only a bit by a lot it depends what sort of model you're yeah. going for but like yeah. that would be yeah that'd be what half the price at least jeez yeah okay so yeah and, and it's actually it's an unusual colour as well Almondine Almondine you love Almondine. saying that I knew I like that's that why word. I teed yeah, you up there yeah. Um, yeah this, the previous ones you've sold are black I think weren't they or a version of black or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. Sh- sh- and a silver one I think you had silver one yeah silver <gasps> yeah. one with tartan they're a cool car they are they're, they're rare now because so many of them have been trashed so there isn't a lot of them left yeah um, well my motoring moment of the month I used to always um, uh, be jealous of uh, of you because you had an abundance of riches because working in the motor trade and working with brilliant cars. Now that I'm working alongside you in yeah. Dean Motors, I now have been afforded lots of opportunities for great moments. Um, but mine was just a uh, uh, one of those perfect mornings. Got up really early on a Sunday morning before dawn. Crazy. Yeah. Um, I had the, any excuse to leave the wife and kids. Ex- yeah. Exactly. It didn't have to do <laughs> breakfast yeah. with my 11 month old. Brilliant. Um. I had the uh, E46 CS, yeah. which we have in stock. I had that outside the house. And I, my brother, who lives around the corner, picked him up. We headed off over Sally Gap. And it was magical. Sun was just coming up. In fact, I put a few photographs uh, yeah, up of the did. car. Um, sun was coming up. about Sally's Gap. <sighs> yeah, and they've I repaved a lot of it. Yeah. I know you're trying to reduce the tone here even further, but we're not going to go there. But no, they've repaved a lot of it and it is absolutely magic, especially in the sunlight. We were low on fuel, which was a bit of a problem in Trudy Motor style. Um, But yeah, round round trip down by Greystones to the favourite coffee haunt and uh, it was just a magical morning. So yeah, that was my moment. Um, Now we want to find out the the motoring moment uh, of our special guest and 
there are a lot of young, talented racing drivers in this country, and we kind of want to... <laughs> Me included. Uh, you included. Me yeah, included. no, I said young and talented. Um, but we want to shine a bit of a spotlight uh, on them here in the Car Lounge. And this month, we are joined by a double British Formula 3 champion, a Formula Libra uh, Ireland and Boss Ireland champion, amongst many other accolades, it must be said. Uh, and in 2021, he competed in the European Michelin Le Mans Cup Series. And his name is Kean Carey. Welcome to the Car Lounge, Kean. Thanks for having me, lads. No hassle. So what was your motoring moment? Imagine like, you know, we're, we're bragging about having loads of opportunities for motoring moments. I'd say you have some significantly better ones than us to pick from. Some months, yeah. But I've been trying to think of this month. Um, and to be honest, I live quite a boring life when I'm not racing. He's been oh, I'd say you, you, you come across as a very boring like, person. Oh, no, I have nothing <laughs> um, to talk about. But probably the last race of the season, that's classified when the last month. So um, yeah, yeah, in the Algarve in Portugal, uh, Duquesne... V8 Nissan Orica LMP3 so savage that is uh, that's that's the car I've driven this season and that's been my uh, modern moment of the month I think okay well I don't think we can beat that I mean just to even drive that he's track over, he's, he's an overachiever he's an overachiever he's yeah. an overachiever <laughs> hey, we're fair, just going to cut this interview short now because yeah. we can't stomach the rest of this he probably would have been as quick as I was that weekend so whatever both these are driving I think he's going to be as quick as what I was in Portimao you should have seen me over Sally Gap it was oh, amazing oh man um, but uh, yeah, we will. We want to come to the to the LMP3 stuff because that's that's been your year this year, um, and a, a Jesus a dream for so many people to drive any sort of an LMP car. Um, but that's obviously not where it started for you. Um, you're a young man. I said you started racing at a young age, but probably not as young as a lot of other people start when they get into racing. What, where did it start for you? Uh, yeah, I was I was quite late. Everyone's like even now I'm at like you know award ceremonies and. To, for example, the Mead Sports Awards, and you're on the stage, and they all laugh at you when I when I say I'm getting too old, and they still yeah. think I'm. You're 26, like, 27 now. 27 now. They're like, how are you too old? You're you're 27, and I'm like, no, believe me, in this sport, I'm getting quite old. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But I didn't really have any you're interest. You're a veteran driver. Yeah, I, I didn't have any interest as a kid for go karting. Obviously, I went and done the rental carts but i'd never in it much well, of an interest in it were there any car lovers in the family or you know uh, was it no not really obviously my dad mm. was always into cars and stuff but never to a, a motorsport mm. side of things um it was actually a family friend that got me involved down to a track day in mandelo when i was about 14 brought me for a passenger lap and i wow. didn't think this is even allowed and from that day i was like <laughs> forget about everything else in life this, yeah. is what, this is what i'm doing oh deadly <laughs> what car was he driving uh, uh mitsubishi evo 7 ah, sorry okay. an evo 6 Cool. Yeah, that's a nice car to be. Yeah, that yeah. was good. That, yeah. was a, that was a good opening to your career. Yeah, I I, it only done um, about three quarters of a lap. Do you know, new to old in Mandelo. Yeah, yeah, it, it shot itself just before. <laughs> See, it seems, <laughs> it seems but even right, at actually. that, and how upset he was with how much money it was going to cost, I still like I don't care. This has been the best thing <laughs> ever. <laughs> <laughs> I, Deal okay. wind there, sorry. Yeah, I'm just gonna. I might actually. It's just a stormy that. night here. I'll actually continue motors. on. It's gonna close that door. Okay, this is the uh, magic of live recording. Simon is walking out to close the door over. But yeah, um, that's where I. Um, that's where it started, really, and it was from then. Like I obviously couldn't get my. In Ireland, you have to go for your race license, and you can't get, do that when you're 14. You can't. You can do it when you're 14, but it's only to race Jeddah Juniors, and okay. I was already 15 at that stage. I was like, what's the point? And buying one of those for a year and then mm. I'm too old to do it so we just S Simon has the door closed now you'll all be back. delighted to know <laughs> so we just waited out and I started when I was 16 it was actually the day after my 16th birthday we bought us uh, no way Honda, Honda Civic Type R um, an, an EK sorry actually it wasn't that we bought it. my sister had a Civic SIR 
and she so the story to tell my mother because obviously she'd never allow us <laughs> yeah, to go yeah. right, motor racing was that was going to be my road car we we're just going to put a roll cage in it oh, so of course, going to be for safe. safety just yeah, for safety yeah, yeah for safety and we were leaving the back seats we tried to do that but we figured out then the cage wouldn't fit with the back seats so obviously that all had to come out oh, yeah and then and the seats are damaged they're getting retrimmed yeah, yeah and then yeah. at that stage yeah, the, the carpets and stuff in the car looked terrible anyway so you might as well pull oh, all of course. Course. <laughs> yeah, you know, they're getting they're getting cleaned as well and mom. the SAR yeah. seats weren't really that nice so we might as well put a set of Recaros in it because they'll look much better but I got that for she was getting a new car so she ended up giving me that yeah obviously my, my family bought me that car for yeah. my, my 17 so i had that for my probably like a year and a half before and i ended up building it into a race car and that's what i raced As my you first do. year in, in racing never drove on the road so, so hang on so i got for my 17 birthday <laughs> yeah you got a slap i'd say <laughs> by the looks of things <laughs> with the ugly stick yeah. um, so how so how did you break to your mother then that you were going racing and how did you get it racing yeah uh, we broke did you have the a trailer did you drive it on the road yeah like we have a we're an engineering company so we we always had kind of like ways of you know transporting stuff around the place yeah. and uh obviously had a couple of spanners and screwdrivers to get us started so but we went into it i remember my first race i'll never forget it i was last by honestly two laps because i hadn't got a clue what was going on sounds like um, it's a, i'm looking at time and <laughs> i don't <laughs> I, 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 and myself <laughs> and myself and i'm still shit yeah, I, went, I went through the whole season not passing one car and being passed by about 500 uh, but I got a podium on the last race of the season because I was the only, I was, uh, one of three cars in the race. <laughs> well, it was yeah. brilliant. You, IT, sir, so this is in the are a winner. That will be my dream. <laughs> you were um, in the IT. This is the ITCC. This is in the Irish Touring Cars. Yeah, yeah which was un, which still is competitive. But I remember back then. I mean, it was sort of you were brave to go out in that. Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, it, it's a bit like Simon. What the Fiestas was for you last <laughs> yeah. season. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of contact in it, and it's very a lot of aggressive oh, uh, yeah, driving I, in it. Yeah, I was absolutely petrified. I remember, you know, into the first corner, and even if I got a good start, I was like, no, fuck this. And yeah, I don't know what's back, coming behind back. me. I was like, I'm staying well out of the way it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was my first year. I remember getting that podium, and it was the best day of my life, even though I finished last. But I was delighted with it. And I got the rookie of the year. Don't know how. Um, but that gave me, honestly, that there gave me no a little bit rookies. of as bad as it was. <laughs> those, those two trophies yeah, as a 16 year old is like, Jesus, yeah, this is unreal. And I went into the wintertime thinking I was Lewis Hamilton. And I came back the next year and I won the first four races of the season. Jesus. Uh, it's the same that, car. So in you the same car, I've done a lot of track days and stuff over okay, the winter. Okay, so you yeah, honed uh, your skills. We built it properly because the first year it was on like stock suspension. Yeah, yeah. It had nothing. We were on like a cut slick. Yeah, yeah. It was like open regulations. Yeah, yeah. So we came back the next, next year and went, gave it a proper go and uh, mm. yeah, I won the first four races of the season. I was racing against Keith Rabbit. Um, yeah. Good, good friend of mine from Nunchaukland and Jesus, we were like door to door for the first like what half car was season. he in he was in an ep3 okay yeah and ours, at the to ours was line back. like a b18 then we like built the engine nice. like it was a 1.8 but we built it and obviously it was going to be it was competitive yeah going into the next year but yeah, i led the championship up until the phoenix park um and we two race in the phoenix park and i never finished either of my loss so this is 2012 this is in 2012 yeah. now you actually got to race in the park. you actually i would literally so you, before we started recording i was i was uh, i won't go into it I was sharing my woes of Phoenix Park. Simon says I, you actually got to race. That's that oh, was yeah. the sore topic. You turn one. Got, I entered. You got I past entered. Turn one, did you? Yeah, <laughs> like, I entered, but never got past turn one. That's that's a story for another day. Um, so this is that. So that was in today's. So you, so in Phoenix Park, what happened? Uh, so in the Phoenix Park, I qualified quite well. I think I was fourth, and it was like the biggest race of the year, as you know, in Irish yeah, yeah. motorsport. So 
those big grids we were like mixed in with all the saloon cars maybe like 25 cars in the grid i remember qualifying fourth and i was pretty happy with that it was like two m3 bmws in front i think one of them was like holstein eric yeah, holstein. holstein yeah, yeah. remember the gray car yeah yeah that was, a, that was beautiful M3. um and into turn one there was just a huge pile up behind me and as i I can't remember term. I can't remember the name of term one in Phoenix Park, but it's a real sharp right-hander. It's like a it's like a, a hairpin. Near yeah, it's very it's, tight. Yeah, it's like it's the literally scene like of a many v, crashes yeah. over the years. Uh, yeah, on the and I was circuit. both times. Um, first race, I, I was literally just opening out the the lock, about to go down mm-hmm. the back straight, and I got lifted out of it from behind. So much damage to the car, and then in the Sunday's race, the exact same thing happened, except he hit my door oh. instead of hitting the back. <laughs> so both times, I was watching the race with all the people from Dublin just yeah. sitting across the fence yeah well that and sounds similar to as, my experience as you know there's, there's <laughs> no there's no like recovery truck really in the park they like drag you back and yeah. there was two lads in the recovery truck I had to walk the whole way from this is the park ter- was in Farmley yeah 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 which was miles away from the track <laughs> miles no, absolute nightmare yeah just to get from turn one to the roundabout before family yeah yeah is like a 25 minute walk and then you've that walk from oh it was, that was with terrible with the shame with the shame with the shame with the and shame. like his helmet was still on fuming <laughs> can we just talk about those low points for a minute because you know the three of us between us have had I'm sure our fair share of low points even in Simon's one season like it's hard to describe that feeling isn't it because it's not like you're gone out for a drive in your old car and you get a flat tire and it's annoying you know this is like the amount of preparation time energy that goes into preparing a car getting it there and and for it to go wrong is it's just the worst isn't it yeah it's awful especially the park because we knew it was probably the last time it's ever going to happen mm. we were, it was like people talking about it and it, and it, it has, was such yeah, a low was mm. and we were leading the championship and I think that was a championship round and I remember being out of contention after mm. that weekend and we didn't end up doing the Lens Trophy weekend because of the damage there was so much damage yeah. to the car I think actually the chassis was twisted probably. yeah twisted it was really bad <laughs> from, the, from the smack that we got was that's, like, that's like my Fiesta yeah. <laughs> it sounds yeah. familiar well, that's what happened in my car at Phoenix <laughs> Park too I wouldn't mind my um, bodywork Mikey told me there he said the yeah, the, the wheels are here and the body of the car is here. <laughs> do the maths. He said, you do the maths, you yeah. do the <laughs> Sorry, to go across. But no, the lows of it are honestly awful. And I know, and I get, it still happens to me now, like over the last few years, you have to take into context sometimes, like, Jesus, I'm lucky enough to be here, it's not that bad. But yeah. in that moment... It's the worst thing ever. I don't care what's happening what's happened to me ever or yeah, to yeah. anyone this That's is all this is the worst about. moment yeah yeah ever nothing yeah. Adopt this. <laughs> i don't know um, if you're watching the michael fassbender series on youtube at the moment are you yeah so his his journey they call it the, the road to le mans um he's racing for, for in one one of the porsche factory teams and without giving anything away it's a lesson in how to pick yourself up from a lot of lows yeah but like it just brought it all back up to me it's it, it, it you really need to be diehard to to get into motorsport don't you you have to be dare i say something wrong with you yeah yeah and also just having a uh, a real positive mindset to pick yourself up and go again because mm. as we all know there's way more lower days in motorsport than there is good days there are yeah so that's why there the good are. that's when you do have mm. a win or you have a good mm. result feels yeah. like the best thing ever because everything else is just miserable about it even michael fassbender's thing i don't know have you watched it no it's it's brilliant and that's it's the amazingly same. made like it's, it's brilliant everyone listening should check it out if you haven't seen it um, it's at the porsche channel uh, it itself yeah it's on you no so it's, it's a new episode every friday on youtube on youtube oh, cool. yeah so that's yeah. the same we support the 
yeah, um, the same series, series that they're in. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I've actually I met I met Michael in Barcelona. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, name drop there. See that? <laughs> yeah, I met Michael. Yeah, I didn't even Barcelona. have to mention a second name because we're mates. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it took them twenty minutes. <laughs> um, but we got to it was the first race of the season and there was all the photo shoots being done for all the teams and he was getting his own report on the main straight and I was walking back from our photo shoot with the TS Corsa team and I remember seeing him and like that's in that's a Hollywood A-lister and I was like mm. God this is my one opportunity to get to talk to Michael Fassbender yeah, yeah. and him being Irish as well I was yeah. like oh, so you strolled cool. over oh soft day so Michael he, he, was wa- <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was walking back down towards the pit lane and I was like oh I'm going to catch up and I was thank God I was on my own if anyone's seen me uh, Ursula my partner came to all the races with me but she was back yeah. in work with this she would have been like you're a loser if you go and talk to him. <laughs> so uncool. And I was walking to, didn't come I, talk to you. I was walking towards him and I, as, I, as I was kind of like doing that real fast throw, he yeah. turned around because someone... Cause someone <laughs> you were shifting towards him. What the fuck is this guy? <laughs> what the fuck is this um, And he turned around and I still had my suit and stuff up and he turned around because one of the lads was bringing his second helmet and he went to grab it off him okay. and he actually noticed the Irish flag on my ah. suit and he was like, what category are you racing in? I was like, I'm in the Michelin Amon Cup. And I was like, oh, how lovely to meet you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, how I are mean. you? Uh, and Can we, we change numbers? <laughs> yeah, we, we walked the whole way back to pit lane together and it was actually the most surreal thing ever. I, he never wanted to talk once about his career. Yeah. Why he's done. I was like fascinated with all the Marvel movies and stuff he's been in. Yeah. Um, no, that, that's what that really does come across isn't it? like he is yeah. uh, I tell you what so he, he, he takes it very very seriously but I tell you what was really um, uh, kind of uh, actually really worrying as someone who is very unfit uh, he talks about for someone as someone who is unbelievably fit the physical uh, you know uh, the, the, how draining it is to drive one of those cars for a stint you know for an hour and a half stint or whatever and he's someone who's like in his prime I know he's a good bit older than you are uh, we wouldn't call him a young talented driver but he is a talented driver nonetheless yeah. but um uh, yeah, it, it is unbelievably physical, isn't it? Like, no, it's, it's 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 crazy. You look like you're in good shape from here. Yeah, I try, Jesus, but like it's <laughs> weird. It, like it, it, it's 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 gas because most of the guys, the pro guys, as I've been classified as this year, even though I've come in as a rookie, but they that that's their job. You know, they mm. they leave the circuit on a a Sunday evening and they've nothing to do for four weeks, so they're just they're out on the road yeah. bike and they're training. So it's quite hard to fit it all in. Like I've obviously go back to work on a Monday morning, you're in work at eight o'clock till five mm-hmm. and then you obviously have to eat well and then you want to come home after a long day and you're like, grand, bit of food, watch a bit of TV, but no, you have to go to the gym and you have to train for an hour and a half. So yeah. it's it a is. vocation. I don't have yeah. I don't have to worry. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, the effort you have to put in is is amazing and I always find it's a little bit easier for those guys I know they're in a better position and they've obviously worked hard to get there but the likes of Michael Fassbender doesn't have to go back and do 9 to 5 on a Monday yeah, morning exactly. you know? yeah exactly yeah, in fairness so they have a lot of time to do their training and their nutrition is so on point where yeah. I often find myself like a Monday after the race you know when you're like drained and you're tired like ah, I'm, okay, I'm not cooking we'll get Chinese yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. trying to get your mind into that, that mindset never of being like that. an athlete yeah. Uh, yeah. but no it, the the physical side of it is tough, but it's more, it's mentally draining. And the worst thing about motorsport, I find, is you're waiting around for 90% of the time. So, like, over a weekend, yeah. the last one in Portugal, I think I drove for about three hours over Not Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Mm. Like, that's a long time to be mm. sitting around when you're there at 8 o'clock in the morning mm. till 5 o'clock in the evening. As you know, when you're sitting and doing nothing, you just... You feel you're, drained. You're dozing yeah, yeah. off. And then if you yeah. do go for sleep, you wake up and you're actually worse. Like, you, yeah, it's like, it's like oh, the race that. is at four o'clock, it's 12, I'll go for an mm. hour nap. 
you wake up and you're absolutely you're worse you're like oh how do i pick myself up from this now and then the other thing i always explain to people so if they ever want to come you know to watch a race you know a lot of the time you kind of say well i'm into it and i find that it's you know a long day so if you're not really really into it you're gonna find it even more it's a crazy long day if you're not into cars or motorsport at all it's Mm. i understand why people are come down for an hour even in mandela back in the day and they're like yeah this is crap (laughs) i'm going home now when's your race what do you four hours time (laughs) we're all all sitting around drinking tea they're like what do you actually do down here but i'm thinking about you going out in a car for like a stint for an hour i did one of the race the summer was roasting hot 15 minutes and I was looking at the clock and when I went through one of the laps it was like 6 minutes left I was like oh, no <laughs> come on check your flag or a red flag even better <laughs> red flag please yeah, like, yeah. let me tell you I'm definitely not in uh, any peak shape but Jesus <laughs> there's people out there who are worse than me I don't know how they do it but uh, yeah. you, you mentioned the, the, yeah, the psychological side and even racing you know in itself like you know we were t- chatting beforehand and about you know breaking points turning points like it is mentally very draining as well isn't it and especially when there are you know in your case how many cars are on your grid with just, you uh pretty much every weekend more yeah pretty i don't say the minimum every weekend was 40 odd cars yeah so there's 40 um, other you know people on track with you you know obviously different speeds if you're in different um, yeah. different classes and everything and it's so yeah it, 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 I'm, as you said with like the breaking in the corner and like Simon you were saying about like six minutes left my, uh, we were having a really bad race in Spa um, we got hit I think we got hit at the start and we did a bit of damage so we didn't get any practice in and we didn't get put mm. set up on the car uh, it was wet on the day that we did get a bit of running so it was a dry race and I was in the car for an hour and 20 minutes was my stint uh, it was roast and it was like 28, 29 degrees. Obviously, the air con on full, obviously. Air con on full, windows <laughs> open. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and my engineer comes on the radio and he was like, 40 minutes until our next stop, like pit stop, because we have a fuel stop within 20 minutes yeah. left. And I'm going, yeah. you've, and the car was such a handful to drive. It was like massive oversteer. Uh. So we basically had too much front grip on the front and okay, it was just okay. biting way too much and yeah. breaking the wheel away. And I was like, mate, I don't think I can do another. 10 minutes like this like i think we should box and change something mm. but that was a little bit of being unfit towards the end of the season i was a bit tired because that's fitness if i was if i was like fully fit and, and i wasn't yeah. tired over the weekend i'd be like oh this yeah. is grand yeah like for the exact the, the top boys that are in it the last few years they're doing three mm-hmm. hour stints and they're like yeah lap times are matching the at the end as they were at the start yeah but even when it was like 15 minutes till the, the pit stop i'm going i feel like i've been in this for the last two hours like with yeah, the heat and to and push through that must and to push be, through yeah, and really like difficult. I still at that my lap times maybe dropped off by two tenths like so you're still like on the absolute limit of what yeah. the car was doing we were only like 14th 15th position out of 40 yeah. we're still quite strong but like I was only dropping off like two tenths a lap I was like fucking hell how am I going to keep up with this how am I mm. you, your brain starts to doubt itself and it's like yeah. oh, we're not you're not gonna be able to do this pace for the next 25 minutes you do push through it because mm. you you kind of have to like at that level <laughs> yeah. you're up against world-class drivers you didn't come around right i'll just stop <laughs> yes, I just stop for a fag <laughs> i'll be, I'll be yeah. around in a minute yeah <laughs> but no it is it, i i would say mentally uh it's mentally more draining than it is physically physically it's tough obviously but mm. it's the mental side of it that i find like with the likes of when he tells you there's 40 minutes left and you're like, how am I going to get through this for 40 yeah. minutes? And that's the one thing, like just to to go off uh, piece here for a minute, like whenever, like the Le Mans 24 hour race, 
I generally stay up and watch as much of it as I can every year. It's just a, a real highlight. But, you know, trying to explain to other people, if you're trying to get them to get excited about it, you know, to, to explain, uh, you know, driving, how fast have you ever driven your car? Oh, well, I once did 90 miles an hour. Okay, well, imagine doing double that. Imagine doing it at night. Imagine doing it with 60 other cars and you've done, you're doing a three-hour stint. Yeah, like, and, it, you know, and, when you pull and it's like, pissing so, rain. So, yeah, and it's pissing rain. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, it is Handy. absolutely astonishing. Yeah. And, you know, to, to look back, uh, I don't know, I can't remember when it changed to the three di- drivers for Le Mans, but it used to be two were sharing yeah. the so, 24 hours some of driving. Teams used to have, is, some teams used to have one. Like really? back in the like sixties, I was I watched watched the documentary a couple of years back, and it was like one driver got through to like yeah. twenty halt. They didn't actually make the finish of the race. It wasn't his fault. <laughs> I don't know how. The car broke down, but he was, they, so many they, they, they didn't have, have drivers, or maybe they crashed the car a couple of days before, and the driver was hurt, and they couldn't pull drivers in. He was the only mm. driver to do the race. I was like, how did it they do it staggering. back in the day? It's absolutely no, staggering. And that was back in the days when the Mulsanne was a straight and... There was no chicanes in yeah, it. Yeah, no chicanes. Yeah, it's, but yeah the physical exertion is Le Mans just is insane. so unique. We obviously, I was so lucky to do it this year. We were the support race to the 24-hour and my stint was actually at night. So... Ah, oh, fantastic. The amateur driver started the race. Uh, he'd done the first 45 minutes and it was sunset when he when the race started mm-hmm. and I'd done the full hour and 15 minutes in black dark at the full 13.5 kilometer ah, circuit amazing um, that weekend experience. there was like 65 cars on track and so there was like GT cars that were quicker than this year lapping cars and passing back markers it was it was honestly the best thing I don't think I'll ever top that yeah. hour and 15 minutes that that hour and 15 minutes was too short yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that was that's one of the stints where you're looking for it the next like, year 40 minutes not wow, to come in wow this is just every lap I was like gone down the Mulsanne uh, or through the Porsche curves black dark and there's just like the blue back marker lights are fla- course, flashing yeah, on the gantries yeah, yeah. and you're like... Oh, you there just is something know. about nighttime there, isn't there? Yeah, it's so it's, special. Yeah. I think you have to be there. I've never been to Le Mans. It was the first mm. time, so let alone been, driving yeah. it. But like the, bar- the smell of the barbecues when we were like <laughs> going down the back straight, you're like, this no is way, nuts. No way, you can really smell the barbecues. Oh, honest to God. Because like, you can see the smoke coming across. Because it's like... Amazing. There was, there was only, now, normally there's 300,000 people. Yeah, yeah Le- it was quiet this year. At, at Mans, manufacturers. Yeah, I think there was only 100,000 spectators. Uh, but you can see the smoke coming across so if someone like if the wind has gone one way I yeah. remember it wasn't on the Mulsanne it was somewhere else but you could see the smoke coming across I'm like what is someone on fire here but it was actually the barbecue has been cooked in the, in the wow. forests yeah. in the campsites but the smell because you're doing you're coming it, you don't smell it for ages it's like it just comes yeah, in you get delayed. that whiff of it straight yeah. away and you're like Jesus this is mad <laughs> What's yeah, going on here? Are you not thinking, Jesus, I'd love a hamburger, no? Those sausages smell nice. When you're, I, I don't know. I'm trying to think what the. Uh, so you've got the Mulsanne, obviously. The, uh, you've got. Uh, I can never think of the bit after Mulsanne, it, but that leads up in, to Indianapolis. Yeah, it leads up to Indianapolis, but there's a like a second gear corner there, and we're doing. I remember looking at the speedo because when honestly, when you get into those stints and you get in, and you're enjoying it enough, you kind of get to a stage when. Because I don't start a race, so the stints are a bit boring, you could yeah. say, because you're not really in a race with a load of cars. Yeah. So you're thinking of a load of things, and you're kind of like looking at the dash and stuff, and we were doing 322 kilometers an hour before Jesus. the breaking point, uh, just before Indianapolis, and I remember thinking... Yeah, 200 mile an hour, yeah. And hour. you can't see anything. I actually, I, got, I couldn't post it during the season because of the way the, you, the rights are. to take an L photo with your hand there when you're <laughs> yeah phone out of the suit get the camera out of the suit <laughs> oh, no, I think that would generally be frowned upon yes. yeah. Yeah. yeah well I have the onboard and I, I can't wait to post it because you can honestly see nothing and even when the GT cars are behind and 
we have a, like a flashlight um like a to flash our lights in front yeah. you just press the button get out of the way button it's when the lights flash you can see stuff it's amazing ah, how the visibility up, yeah. is terrible and trying to find your breaking points in the black dark there's no floodlights at Le Mans yeah it's the not track like, is not lit yeah yeah it's not lit so the last section is but trying to find like your apex it's very bloody squeaky. hell mm. it's a squeaky bum bum sort of stuff oh it's there. it's terrifying like trying to find your apex in the dry is hard enough anywhere let alone in the black dark answer <laughs> this right I know that probably no one else has ever thought of this but if you're doing a long stint and you have to do a slash do you just do it in the suit oh 100% just oh, go man just go man just go just 100% go. but oh, you, you I, formerly one drivers and stuff have talked about this and they're like oh I've just peed and if you have time to think about going for piss while you're doing 300 kilometers an hour, you're all right. You're fine. You know when you're, you know yeah. if you're ever bursting for a yeah. wave yeah. and you're like, if you get distracted by something, all of a sudden it's gone. Yeah. So these F1 drivers have to be very relaxed if they can just piss. <laughs> 200 mile an hour. <laughs> In a Grand Prix. Oh, God. Yeah. It's Is that why little, they're sometimes a little slow to get out of the car afterwards? Yeah. It's, it's not actually the, it's, it's, it's not the sweat that's on their ass. It's, uh, the, it's the pee. Jesus, that. Come on. Um, but just throw a nappy on. It, it has happened. Mm. It has happened in Park Fermi and stuff in F3 race where I'm sitting there and you're like, I don't have time to go to the toilet. Should I, should I just, should I just go? But I haven't, <laughs> I haven't. The, honestly, the belts are too fucking oh tight. <laughs> All the pressure is in the it's wrong just, places. Yeah. <laughs> it's, in, it's in my stomach. It's gone. Oh, God. Oh, your missus is well, so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, I don't want to get too into the, the, the Le Mans series stuff without... <laughs> Uh, jumping through the rest of your, your your career so far we will jump forward a little bit though because in 2016 is it 2016 when you moved to single seaters no i moved to single seaters no. in 2013 okay so after your second year yeah in the after the phoenix park race um yeah we had like a big falling out not really with any it was just my dad got fed up of it because it was you know touring cars are always like kind of bumper cars anyway mm. like the fiestas now it's just carnage like as rubbins racing as it is but it was just getting too aggressive and yeah like I it think was there's been a lot of efforts made to clean things up but it, it yeah it's well, a competitive year, when, when yeah. you've got it when it's that competitive it's going to yeah. happen I yeah suppose. and it was just like you factor in money like it was costing an absolute fortune to fix uh, mm. every time we went out even a bumper when a bumper's hanging off it was only a tiny bit of contact but mm. it's still a bumper of a civic back in the day which was a fortune yeah um so we ended up we ended up selling our Civic and we bought a Formula Renault from. So uh, this was Bel- the this was the European series, wasn't it? Formula Renault was support series for Formula One, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, they would have. We we weren't racing in the European, but we we bought like yeah. one of the current yeah, cars. Yeah. Mm. Uh, we picked it up. People think and and still to now, people are like, oh, Formula Renault, Jesus, like must be. I'll never be able to. F- we mm. picked up the car for thirteen thousand euros. Really? I genuinely we got we got two sets of Jesus. wheels. Yeah, yeah. No, you can pick them up now for. They're there they're go, Simon. They're That's what we'll do next year. So high. No. Oh, I was gonna say it's like genuinely. A it's, like it's a. Yeah. It's a. <laughs> well, I'm glad it's you a said Clio that, engine. Yeah. You know the two liter yeah. Clio engines. Um, a Sativ sequential uh, gearbox. There's no clutch. Just clutch off the line. We got one set of wheels with the car. Uh, set of wets. Was all the spares. We got nothing with it, and we put fuel in the car for the whole 2013 season, and it never missed a beat. Unbelievable. There you go. It was there, the cheapest. The, Simon's looking Simon at me with a big smile on his that's face. That's going to be the cheapest racing guy yeah, ever. Here no, we go. Genuine, that's what we're doing next year. You see yeah. the Boss Ireland grid now, for example, is yeah. it's huge. There's 20-odd cars because people are now realising, why are we putting so much money into building engines in, you know, Beamers and Hondas and stuff when we could buy mm. a car that will go around Mondello in 55 yeah, seconds the in the National. Like, you know, yeah. it's for, for 
sub 15,000 euros. Well, you mentioned Boss Ireland there. So that's, we'll, we will jump forward to 2016 because that's when you kind of had your, your first big, you know, victory yeah. as such. Boss Ireland, if you don't know, is what Formula Libre used to be, which is essentially, there are, there are several classes within it, aren't they? But they're basically, you're all single-seater cars. A lot of them are ex-Formula 3, Formula Renault. Yep. Um, still some, uh, I think there's, there might be a couple of Formula Atlantics. Even, there's a couple of Formula still. Atlantics, a yeah. couple of Formula Irelands. There's now GP2 cars in it. Yeah, um, so it, it, it is it is competitive in that there are oh, seriously yeah. fast cars in it. Radicals and stuff actually also there's, um, there's every, it, It's everything, right? But Boss basically stands for big open single seater. So yeah. whatever the hell you have, you know, that, that's what it, that's yeah, what it actually yeah, is. Yeah. I didn't know that, that yeah. that's what it was for the first two years, actually. I just thought it sounded cool. But, um, <laughs> like so, <a> Boss. <laughs> yeah. So how, you were competing in the Formula Libra series uh, prior to that, for, yeah, from, yeah, from, from up, when you got that car. Up until, yeah, up until 2016. And yeah, then we, so, us, we sold that one in 15. Um, okay. We won a couple of races in England and I sold it to a guy in California, actually, which was mad. He got a container, got it collected. Um, but I, it made a lot of money because like, obviously it won a lot of races, so there's a bit of history on yeah, it. Yeah. Um, and the market went up in them kind of like around that time. So we were like, good time to get out, we'll sell it. Yeah. And we bought a current uh, one of the new model from mm-hmm. Reynolds then. It was like paddle shift. Mm-hmm. Again, the price wasn't people still be terrified of the price, but mm-hmm. we got it for... 35,000 euros or something mm-hmm. so it wasn't bad um, and we raced that in 2016 in Boss Ireland when it was like revamped yeah. the championship yeah. Uh, and yeah we we won so many races that year I think we won like 12 races or something it was crazy unbelievable and Jeez, it was it was competitive round, there yeah. was like 8-9 Formula Reynolds and I remember Martin Daly the Daly's from the Chocolate yeah, he was racing themselves aren't they yeah, yeah. The, no one needs an introduction to the Daly's like no. they're, they're so long around motorsport in Ireland um, but we had some brilliant battles and I won the championship uh, quite convincingly in the end, but yeah, that was that was probably my f- first year that I proper loved the race. Probably just because I was winning race, so much races, yeah. but <laughs> I just loved it. And it, was, it wasn't like, it was competitive. You know, it was like, I wasn't on pole every weekend, you know, so it wasn't like I was mm. miles ahead of everyone else. Yeah. But I was just, once I got into the lead, I was able to just control the gap. When you, when you say that the, you know, the, 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 the speed differential between a, a, a saloon car and that, what sort of lap times are you doing on the on the national or actually give us both if you if so you on the national, the national for off the top of my head on the newer Renault that we had um, the newer Renault we were doing 50, 53s around the national unreal, unreal. Um, they, now Barry has gone quicker now like you can get like a super soft tyre for them Barry Rabbit has mm-hmm. done a with the same car he's done I think like a high 51. Unbelievable. It's just... Unbelievable. You'll never do that in any GT saloon car ever. No. Um, Around there. And then on the big on the big track, like for example, in the ITCC, they might have been doing like 155s. I think we were doing like 138s, 139s. And, one, and 155s is actually quick as well. Oh, yeah. yeah Anything under two quick. minutes on the big yeah, track yeah, is yeah, you're yeah. moving. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're doing 138s, 139s in a Formula Reynolds. Unbelievable. Even the old ones would do that. You know, they're yeah. ones for My eyes are round. getting really big here because I'm thinking, Jesus, yeah, I, this is a way this, forward. It's going to be about <laughs> 10 Formula Reynolds arriving yeah, in Ireland exactly, next yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, All sponsored by Dean Motors, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, but yeah, no, that was a great um, year. So, so yeah, so that, that that must have unlocked a few things, did it? It did, you, you and it, it opened a lot. Of, it, it did open a few doors. I got selected for the Young Driver of the Month for the Motorsport Ireland Award uh, for the Sexton Trophy. And then yeah. I, I'd been nominated the year before, but I just had no experience. Young Driver of the Year, you mean? Yeah, yeah, for yeah, the young... So you said month. Yeah, it was yeah, year. Well, yeah, I yeah, got yeah. selected for the young... Uh, I think it was September because I won uh, the two races of the championship. The last two races, I won the championship and then uh, the Lens Trophy race ah. was Furboss and there was like 
Formula 3 cars there with good two good drivers and I was, they were well out of my league but I finished mm. third behind them which mm. I was delighted with being on the the podium at the Lens Trophy was just brilliant for me yeah, at the yeah. time so I got the September Young Driver of the Month award so there was six of us through, the, through the, the year and then we went to the judging panel in December and uh, we obviously had to go into like a room with like eight people uh, it's an interview oh it's it? an interview you basically have to tell them why you're so great why you're so great yeah because it's, it's, <laughs> the first year I went in I was like Simon would have no problem like a, with that sounds like a first date <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I say like, first dates are yeah. just like interviews yeah <laughs> uh, the first the year before I went in I, I was terrible I wasn't prepared for it like lads were coming out with like catalogues they'd done for themselves like newspaper articles I, had, I walked in mm. a suit on tie barely done up properly and I was just put on the spot and I was like mm. I don't what do you, I don't know. Yeah. Like they were asking me these questions, I was like, I don't have a clue. So the next year, I went in completely prepared for it. And usually, they used to give that award to Formula Ford. Yeah. So, uh, so it's a, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, it's a fifty thousand euro prize, funded prize, from Sport Ireland. Um, so it's a grant, yeah, to 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 to, to, to further move you your, on career. your career. But yeah. it was usually they run the car themselves. So Motorsport mm. Ireland have a, a team that run the Formula Ford, and you do like. Uh, Formula Ford in the UK mm-hmm. but I'd never been in Formula Ford and it's a different discipline and I was like that's not what I want to really do so and it's slower than, than yeah, and it's F3, a lot slower yeah. than what I do now it's a uh, don't get me wrong Formula Ford is like such a unique driving cell yeah, those guys amazing, are brilliant yeah. that are able to do mm. it up the front um, but it's just not what I was visioning going forward so mm-hmm. I went in there and I, I think I kind of like shocked a few of the judges because they were like who are you coming in here to like tell us you're this I want that 50,000 because I want to do this. Yeah. And I want to, yeah. this yeah. is how I want to go with my career. When normally it was for the last 15 years in Formula Fords. But mm. yeah, I basically gave them the plan that we were going to buy a Formula 3 car, um, run with a team in the UK. Mm-hmm. And I was like, first year, I'm probably not going to win the championship because it's so competitive, but I'm going to aim to win a few races at the end of the year mm-hmm. and then come back. I'll do a two-year plan and the following year I'm going to come back yeah. and win the championship. Mm. Uh, and I remember leaving, I was like, Jesus, they probably hated that. I was probably like way too over the top with it all. <laughs> I probably hated it, but yeah, uh, yeah I, I got into the final three and then there was one of the drivers in it. I was like, oh, he's definitely going to win it. He's like young. Mm. I was 22 at the time. I was like a bit old. But yeah, I remember when we were in Abbottstown in the Sport Ireland campus and yeah. I got my name was called out at the end of 2016 to win the award. And Amazing. It was the crate. When you're 22 Amazing. years of age and yeah. like forget about even the 50,000 euro, which was what we needed to go racing anyway, because mm. we wouldn't be able to go to England without mm. it. Being selected as the young Irish racing driver of the year. Incredible just, achievement. Like yeah. I'd never done go-karting, never been involved yeah, in the sport yeah, yeah. five years beforehand. And we're after winning the biggest award yeah. in Irish motorsport. It was just... It's incredible. So yeah, 2016 is still up there. One of Brilliant. probably the best years I've had. Um, I want to just touch on that because what happened after then was pretty remarkable but just you, you mentioned about the money and you know your your uh you know rise through the ranks as such but like you know talk let's just talk about the backroom team that helps you out so like i'm guessing your family is helping you out a bit or but like it ta- it, it does once you start to up the professionalism it takes more money it takes more people yeah and it takes more knowledge so like you yeah. know what sort of a team did you have that that was helping you along so for the early years in formula reynolds i just had my dad basically um, my family the business were, were really good in supporting me mm. to what I wanted to do it was just a hobby we weren't planning on mm-hmm. you know taking it any further it was just have a bit of fun with it see how like win a few couple of races mm. uh, cousin of mine Shane Vogler he's a he works with us in the engineering shop really good mm-hmm. mechanic 
so he knew the ins and outs of it. It mm-hmm. took him a while to build up to it. And then a good friend of mine in Dunshockland, Neil Tinley, he was really hands-on as well. Uh, and basically, it was, it's a small bubble we had. Mm. Um, the two lads and my dad was there at the early days helping, helping mm. out. And then when I moved over to the UK, it was basically, I ran with a big team, but we didn't do the, the normal thing where you go in pay a big check to the team because we didn't have that Turn money to do car. like it's mm. it costs an absolute fortune uh so we were lucky that my family obviously came in and supported a bit with the funding from yeah. motorsport ireland in 2017 but before that we just had a few you know yourself a few small sponsors like some someone will pay a set of tires one weekend and mm-hmm. things like that but one of the my long term sponsors hard, and it's hard to get that either. it's, it's, it's so really, hard like you know there's no value really in no, it no for, for, for to someone to give you a thousand euro it's kind of mm. like more hassle to them than anything it's like and, yeah. and sometimes for a thousand euro it's like is it worth chase is it worth yeah. chasing you know for a thousand quid for the yeah. work you're gonna have to put in to get it and yeah. doing up brochures and the whole lot yeah. you know uh, but I have a long term sponsor as well who's been with me since uh, 2013 which is F Brazil Reinforcements they're still with me this year uh, which I wouldn't have been able to do I wouldn't have been able. I wouldn't have got anywhere near this level if it wasn't for especially yeah, so Bra- uh, Brazil's Brazil Steel. So that was, uh, yeah, that's. I, I'll I'll be thanking him for the rest of yeah, my life. Because like, motorsport, like I think everyone knows, motorsport is not cheap. Like it is a luxury to have as a hobby, um, and yet to try and make money from, or not make money, but to try and get funding from uh, through sponsorship. You know, it, it's it's a full time job to even just manage that side of it. Yeah, so it is an expensive, uh, it is an expensive hobby. But yeah, you, so there's the finance, but there's there's the people you need and you know it sounds uh, yeah, like I was blessed to have the people you. even like you know some some lads don't even have like the, don't even know someone taking like get a land of a trailer off you know what I mean well, I, have, I'm looking at one here that looks yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was, I'm that taking was, every time I ring Neil he was like you will you not trailer? buy a trailer <laughs> just buy a trailer no, I was I just taking I was just I'm taking a dig Brady at you to transport uh, it for oh, me everyone just, knows how to get a trailer apart from you I was just taking a dig I don't it's not that it's just he, we're, we're literally sir, can I just say we're literally looking out the window at about 20 odd different cars and he can't get a trailer <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah. I don't I have prestige car transport yeah of course that's you do yeah. that's why stuff made traits well now having, the, having obviously a group of lads there that are interested in it that want to help out because yeah. most of the time as you said earlier people aren't interested really yeah. in it if they're yeah. not interested in cars so I had that um, but yeah obviously financially motorsports expensive there's no getting away there's no point fooling anyone and saying yeah. It's not, it is, but um, I have been lucky. We've never spent stupid money on racing. We've mm-hmm. we've always done it on quite a budget, but it is possible that you can get to a very high level mm-hmm. by doing it the right way and not yeah. just, you know, throwing money away because there is, I've, not, I've seen a lot of young drivers that have just thrown so much money away and they've got yeah. to show for it really at the end. Well, it's probably like underneath the money, the time, the energy, the support, you need to have talent as well, uh, you know, and, and a lot of people go chasing talent, but you, you know, you, you, I'm, I'm again looking at Simon for some reason, sorry Simon. What the fuck, excuse <laughs> the language, but what the fuck are you talking about? Well, yeah, there's bro. no mirror here for me to look at myself. <laughs> no, look, but, I but, suppose uh, what he's trying to say is, obviously if you have natural ability, it's great. Yeah, yeah. I have natural ability. Of course you do. No, you do. I, I have complimented you in the I past like on your natural ability. I like being at the back of the grid. You're just um, keeping it a little bit just, in the tank. He just, he just needs to do some lamp uh, well more laps with Yuki and uh, yeah. to hone his skills a <laughs> bit laps, yeah. Um, but yeah I, I, let's talk about 2017 uh, because yeah it was your first 
uh, time race. Well, you probably had raced abroad, had you? But you had. I've done, done a couple of races in England, yeah. but like but, you know, over on the ferry for the weekend and back. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it was nothing serious. We so obviously the, raced at Silverstone, bits and pieces like that. But so, the, so you were you were entered into the British Formula Three Championship that year. Yeah. With your with your budgets, your new car, um, you had your three year plan, yeah. but it did it didn't quite go to plan in a good way. Yeah. So the first the first season, I knew it was such a competitive series that I knew I wasn't going to go in and start winning races straight away. And I, I, I didn't do that at all. Uh, my, I done a lot of testing obviously, cause we think it was the first time ever we'd funding there mm. for Motorsport Ireland. Um, and the first race at Donington Park, and it was the worst thing that honestly happened to me ever. And it, it taught me such a lesson. Uh, we were on pole position and it was, the wow. it was, it was brilliant in that sense, but it was terrible because after qualifying, I was like, gosh, this is going to be easy. Like mm. we are on pole with like six tenths and it was far from it Big because margin. finished all three races outside the top five. Um, the whole season was like scraping into the top five, like fourth, fifth, quick and qualifying, but it's a different story when you're in a 25 minute race mm. in a one make series yeah. in with the, some of the fastest cars in the world. Like Formula 3 is two levels off Formula 1, you can say. Mm. Um, and yeah, I had an awful season the first year and I, was, I felt a lot of pressure on me as well because I was the kind of ambassador you could say maybe of Motorsport Ireland yeah there was sort of all eyes on you yeah all eyes on me and it's how's mm. the young driver of the year going to get on with you know Motorsport Ireland's funding Sport Ireland we're backing it and I felt kind of a even though they weren't putting pressure on me but I kind of felt like oh what are people saying or what do people think um, so that kind of maybe was in the back of my mind when I wasn't mm. focusing on the racing I was kind of focusing on that a little bit more but yeah I had a terrible first half of the season um, and then we went to Spa and my engine let go um, <sighs> and a Formula 3 engine rebuilds are not cheap and that meant we had to miss the next round so mm. I was well out of championship contention and then the Leinster trophy was being given to Boss Ireland again mm. in 2017 and it was perfect we had a car that was capable of winning so I brought the Chris Dippman race and the team that I ran with we brought them home for the Leinster trophy huge operation like mm -hmm. a massive team mm -hmm. um, and we had such a strong weekend and my God, we won the Lens Trophy that year and it you just, did it. it just changed everything. Like the confidence I got from winning. I had a terrible year in England, but a young driver of the year winning the Lens Trophy in the same calendar 12 months yeah, yeah, yeah. was quite a big, yeah. like yeah. not a lot of people have won the young driver of the year and, and the Lenten, like they're yeah. two prestigious trophies. And yeah, yeah. God, I'm and lucky enough to have won the two of them. There, there, there's a, there's if Google anything to do with the Lens Trophy and there's an amazing Facebook page um, dedicated history, to yeah. it. Amazing history. But you know, just some of the like the name that always comes up. Ayrton Senna won the won yeah. the the, the Leinster Trophy. Mika Hakkinen, I think. Mika Hakkinen. There yeah. is a huge list of all star drivers that have won the Leinster Trophy, yeah. and your name is on it. Yeah, and uh, even still seeing my name on it is unbelievable. Like <laughs> you see, it's it's still Ayrton De Silva. He yeah, wasn't Senna. Yeah, he wasn't Senna. Yeah, the yeah. Still, like, Your name is on the same cup, yeah. and the thing I find most impressive is there's a list on that Facebook page. Mm. Uh, I'm trying to think of the name of the page for people to go on and look, but the people that have tried to win it is kind of impressive yeah, too. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, Damon Hill and all these guys that would have come over back in the day and they haven't won it and I'm like, oh, I want it. 
These guys are. I mean, he did win a Formula One championship. What's that? You know, I know they were. I know they were racing against Senna, but um, it's it's cool to see the names on it as well. And even in the last year, Trophy history is the name of the Facebook. Lens Trophy history. The quality of the drivers that year weren't great, and that's why you won. Yeah, yeah. yeah, There was no one else there. Yeah, there was. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) it's just me. Number one, one. It was like that race where he came third in the ITCC. Well, um, no, that was winning. That was uh, that was unbelievable. So that Um, so that gave you a huge boost. For your, cause you're, you decided to go back to the UK, didn't you? Yeah, and we still have one round left of the championship. Um, oh, you still have one in, round In Alton Park in 17. My favourite uh, track. Yeah, what a circuit. Well, it's, it's the only the track I've ever driven in the UK, but it's my favourite Well, I track. think it's the best one in the UK. I generally it do. It's, it's unbelievable. But I mean, back for the... And granted, I was fifth, sixth every weekend. I, was, I wasn't performing anywhere where I should have been. Uh, and after the Lenser Trophy, we won both races in Mandelo. Two weeks later, we went back to Alton Park and I was on pole and I won the two races. Unbelievable. And honestly, <laughs> lads, that just came from... It was like a switch flick. Nearly. Yeah, it was like a yeah. switch flick. Just a little bit of confidence. Yeah. Just because when I got back to Mandela, I was like, okay, I can win races. I am still able... To. There's yeah. a couple of Formula 3 cars out that were racing in F3 Cup as well. Mm. Um, but obviously, I had that advantage that weekend because I knew I'd mm. really done that many laps around Mandela compared to the English lads. Mm. But... Uh, yeah, when we won in Alton Park then, I was like, well, I did kind of say to the lads in Motorsport, I was going to win a few races towards the end of the season, and then yeah, next yeah, year yeah. I'll have so a crack at the championship. Yeah, so you're still okay on track. So I felt a little bit okay. Yeah. Obviously, I did this, uh, looking at Alton Park, looking back, and I'm like, well, if I pick myself up a little bit and put more effort in, I could have won maybe the championship that year. So where, where did you place in the championship? Uh, fourth wasn't bad. That's a, yeah, that's uh, bad yeah, well, it wasn't bad, but I was consistently you're finishing fourth, fifth, yeah. you know, um, every weekend where lads were winning races and then getting DNFs mm. yeah, yeah. where I was just never had enough speed to be first but I was always just behind that leading pack of yeah. three or four finishing fourth, fifth which mm. is good consistent points but yeah it was good and considering I missed the round at Silverstone mm-hmm. and Spa because of the engine failure so yeah, no, well, well, yeah put it in context and it's yeah. an amazing result and really. look, yeah. I'd take the Lens Trophy all day over that ch- yeah, if, if someone had told me do you yeah. want the Lens Trophy or do you want uh, the British F3 title I would have taken the Lens Trophy because yeah you might never get the chance to race for it again, let alone yeah, yeah, try and win yeah, it again. Yeah, because generally um, given to Formula Fords... It was always, yeah, it was always given to Formula Fords. Been, it's been switched around a couple of years, I think, recently. They've, yeah. yeah. They're, they're swapping and changing it a bit, and I don't know where it is, I don't know where it's confirmed for next year, but mm. if it is for Boss Ireland next year, I'm definitely going to come back and try and... Because I'd love to win it. I think it's only been won three times. I'll get to that story in a while, but I should have won it two years ago. Um, but I I think there's only one person who's won it three times so I'm Ah, still I could say young in that sense I'd love to you know maybe take a couple of records if I could in in Ireland and you know be able to win it three times would be unbelievable have your name on it three times would be Amazing. Moon is amazing. Yeah. That means three you'd be three times better than Ayrton de Silva, I think. Yeah, that's yeah, how that works. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> three times Still, better than him. Yeah, even the he was an F1, but who really cares? Ah, yeah. <laughs> no one watches that anyway. Um, so, so you finished 2017 on a high. Yeah, no, I finished 2017 yeah. on a high. And then we done a full rebuild on the car. And I was confident so you then going into you kept the same car. Kept the same car, stayed mm-hmm. with the same team. Because mm-hmm. uh, I was confident going into the next same year. Same again, but better. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we started 2018 like it was unbelievable it was like a dream we won uh, first seven races this season and won the first seven races Un- yeah, wow. first seven races so we'd, we'd three races in Donington Park won all three of them uh, pole position I actually wasn't on pole for any of them I was second for all three races won the three races we went to Snetterton won the three races and then we went to 
Silverstone. I won the first race and stalled off the line in the second race. And I remember after leaving Snetterton, I remember thinking to myself, I was like, if I finish anywhere but first now, it's going to be terrible. Like second, <laughs> on a podium in British F3 is, yeah. is brilliant. Yeah. And I was like 15, 20 cars on the grid. And anyone was good enough to win. They're all yeah. very good drivers. Yeah. And I remember that day when I stalled and everyone's like, oh, leading the championship by like 60 points. I was like, that's just terrible. It's absolutely <laughs> terrible. And you then the, the following weekend, the I, I went on like a terrible streak. I would say at, th at that yeah. year because I was finishing like second and third and I didn't get a win oh, for like God, love five oh, races. Zion, and I was isn't like, that awful? And, <laughs> and we were still building up the championship lead and everyone's like, brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, this is terrible. But you had the taste of the victory. <laughs> and, when, yeah. you're, when you're winning, so when you're winning six, seven races, anything after that is not going to feel, you know, great. Yeah. Even though you're building up the championship lead. But I remember finishing like third and my dad was like, everyone's delighted. You're like, oh, we're extending the championship lead. And I'm like, mm. Mm. <laughs> that was a bit shit. <laughs> no, it's, 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 it's nowhere near. That's the only thing I can never get into my head. When I race, uh, if I didn't come first, right? Even though I'd, I'll never come first, but if I didn't come first, I'd never be happy. But Even second wouldn't be good enough. You're forgetting about but, the point that you, you want to go out and do it in the first place is yeah. to enjoy it. Uh, and yeah. You do enjoy it, but I, I always course, say. Yeah, but you know, ah. Uh, the only thing that but, but like it, the, the nature it's called racing the object is to get in front of the car in front of you yeah so like if you're not doing that yeah it's it's not yeah. much crack it's like you don't enjoy something if you don't no yeah, if you're yeah, not no. good not that if you're, I'm not looking at you saying you're not good, good <laughs> just if you're but like here look pot Colin kettle black here like but um no it is it's yeah it, 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 it so yeah your your, your confidence was it, your confidence you were, is through the roof and look I it was still brilliant finishing second and third but when you're in the mindset of mm. winning 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 and you want to dominate and you get in and you're trying to make a career for yourself as well so you want to win as much mm -hmm. races as possible because what's on the line so like if you win is there you know is because a lot of people even you know at the amateur levels like simon and i are going oh, is there no prize money no, no that's no. what everyone asks as well but, like, so oh, what is what is on the line is there a guarantee uh, of anything with f no there's no. there's nothing uh there were prize there was a really good prize in 2017 it was to test an lmp3 car which okay. i'm doing now and that to me that at that time i was like oh that would have been amazing opportunity yeah, yeah. progression uh the year i won the championship there was a voucher for packet of smoke uh, grand prix racewear in england for uh, i don't even know they how much the voucher. good stuff uh, yeah good yeah. great great yeah. stuff mm -hmm. but i got a an under under gear top out of winning the championship. Oh, right. okay. Oh, nice. Brilliant. Nice. That's, yeah, I needed nice. that. Thanks, thanks a million. I know. But the bottoms would have been come more yeah, handy because you're yeah, yeah. piss soaked, you know? You're pissing so much in the seat, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. But everyone always asks, like, oh, what prize, especially when you were winning on the weekends, like, oh, the prize, mm. what's the prize money for that? I'm like, there's none. Yeah, yeah. We just got a plastic The car is still working. <laughs> car is yeah. still in one piece. Yeah. Uh, even for the championship, yeah, it's a pity there wasn't bigger prizes, but, Look, it's not really. It wasn't really about that. And in motorsport, they don't. There's nothing given away to you either. It's always, mm. you know, the next step is more money. Mm -hmm. But it's also good because you're getting your name out there. Mm -hmm. And there's not. I'm not saying Formula One teams or anything like that. We're watching, but there's big kind of manufacturers maybe watching. Or mm, of course, it just yeah. you have it on your CV that if you go mm -hmm. to someone, you're like, well, I've won so many races in F3 in England. I can mm -hmm. win at all the circuits in England. Mm -hmm. It's just good to have in your CV. Mm -hmm. It's a pity there's no prize money. It's like people. I'm imagining think of horse racing and they're like yeah, yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. it's like horse racing you win the jockeys mm -hmm. get lots of money I'm like no mm -hmm. you got a trophy and 
a oh, Burger King on the way home. Yeah. Pat, pat on the back. Yeah. 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 Still though. But we won't, yeah, it's... it's the old glamour of it, it sounds, sounds amazing. Fuck, but you have to, like, I know obviously the prize money isn't there, but even think about racing in Le Mans, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, get, I get excited thinking about going. Yeah, going well, and watching. I'm excited about trying to go back to Alton Park to yeah. race at a, at a club meeting, <laughs> yeah. like, never yeah. mind. Well, at the moment uh, in the wintertime, when you're having withdrawals, you're like, I can't wait to just go to Mandelo. Yeah, can't yeah, wait to go course. anywhere. Absolutely, yeah. Talking about Mandelo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, 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 so at the end of 2017, did you have any more race wins or were you were you no, on so the podium those, those two races in oh in, yeah sorry 2018 we had the seven wins we won 11 races that season we finished we finished the year strong won mm-hmm. two races at Brands Hatch that was nine and then we had like a win at Snetterton and another win at I'm trying to think where the other what other circuit we went to in 2018 Anyway, That's there was another win yeah. at like Silverstone or, or yeah. Brands Hatch or one of those places. Oh, we were at Brands Hatch twice. We were at the Indian, the Grand Prix circuit. Okay, so we went okay. there twice. We so won one there. So we won 11 races in total that season. So out of 22. You, you absolutely dominated. You, yeah, you, yeah, we you, won. Were, you led the championship start to finish. Yeah, from the first weekend mm. to the last. And I, th- I think the way it worked out, we didn't even have to, with the way the points were, we didn't even have to do the, the last weekend. But obviously, you're gonna you're on a high and you're going to want to do it and, yeah. and win the championship on a high. The last weekend, actually, sorry, was cancelled because of the rain at Silverstone I've never seen rain like it but okay. we got uh, we done qualifying we were on pole position and mm. it was a bit a bit bittersweet because I wanted to like hopefully win the race and win the championship on the last yeah, day yeah that way yeah uh, but I was still on pole and it was a good way to kind of finish the weekend it wasn't like I'm after qualifying fifth and we're winning the championship so so you were a year ahead of schedule here on your three year plan yeah because you had said fail twice and succeed on the third chance yeah. but yeah. you had won it on your second season yeah which is unbelievable. We'll we'll fast track through through twenty nineteen a little bit because we done the it was a similar story. Yeah, we've done the exact same again. We won first five races of the season. The, the reason we done that again was because we didn't really have the mo- we didn't we didn't have the money to do anything else. Mm. Because when you go up to the next we were never going to Formula Two because it's a big jump. Yeah. Oh it, it, Formula Two is huge. A the huge jump. And it's just huge, yeah. and I was too I was too old. I was honestly mm-hmm. too old. There's like the 17 year olds racing in Formula mm-hmm. Two. So I wanted to kind of make the move to GT cars or endurance that racing. That was always sort of, yeah, because I wanted, I, what was in, what was your goal, you know, past that? Um, yeah, it was always obviously to race at Le Mans, to be an endurance. Maybe, mm-hmm. t- you know, there's so much people think it's like, uh, but if you don't go make it to Formula One, there's no career. There's, People getting paid money to race. In fact, you have a longer career, really. Even longer career yeah, outside of Formula One. Because, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like, just to, to, to put in context your age a bit, like the gentleman drivers that are necessary. Yeah, there's 60 the years 50s, of age. 60s. Yeah, 60s. Yeah, so, so Simon, there's still hope for us. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Good gentleman uh, drivers. Yeah, sorry, you wouldn't qualify. Oh, Simon, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that that's that was always my, my goal. And, and we didn't have the money to do that in 2019. So we just... Mm-hmm. We're like, look, we'll do the same thing again. We can do it on a on a budget. Mm-hmm. And I was really good friends with Chris Dittman that owned the team at the time. So he looked yeah. after us like incredibly well. Mm-hmm. I brought my own mechanics. We obviously mm-hmm. had engineers to do the data side of things, but mm-hmm. I brought my own mechanics to make it cheaper. Mm-hmm. Um, it, we just kind of done it on a typical Irish way. Yeah, yeah. Like I was like trying to save the a euro here yeah. and there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the way that's the way we done it, and it worked brilliant. The lads got so much. Let alone the experience I got from it. Shane and Neil were my two yeah, mechanics. mechanics. Yeah. Like yeah. these guys, three years before, had never, never touched the racing yeah. uh, single seater, and to the both of them, as much as me, like they have to keep the car going. They have to get a setup on the car 
these yeah. two guys that came and they, and from, came from no background, responsibility, huge you know, responsibility. Something goes wrong, or the yeah, like a wheel, right, or... wheel being left loose, mm. or mm. A, uh, an engine cover being hanging off. You've come in on a black and white flag. You, mm-hmm. you lose Cost championships race, over yeah. those things. Mm-hmm. Um, so those guys take us twice as much credit as I get. I, mm-hmm. Like I'm driving a car that's perfect, that's winning races. But yeah, your they, job's easy. Yeah, yeah well, they're the real easy. heroes when, here. When you have a fast, <laughs> when you have a fast racing car, your job honestly, it's it's easy enough when you're out in front and you're mm-hmm. pulling away from the guys behind. But it's the, it's those guys that deserve the credit because they they put this car on the grid. Here, here. No, I have yeah, to yeah. jump in, as you say, do the easy job, sit yeah, in yeah. and steer the steering wheel. As, as a lot of people yeah. think motorsport is. Down just, a yeah. King and a few smokes and How a is it that difficult? It's just driving. Yeah, yeah. As people say, yeah. Every day. Uh, so 2019 you dominated again didn't you it was yeah. sort of a start to finish thing again start to finish we won uh, 10 or 11 races I, we fell off towards the end of the season we got our engine rebuilt back to Germany with Volkswagen mm-hmm. and we got it back and it honestly wasn't the same performance as we had because mm-hmm. we, we raced at Donington at the end of the season second last round compared to the first one we were losing like 8-9 kilometres an hour down the straights unreal that's a big difference so, that's a big difference yeah it was a huge difference now, we, we were still competitive but mm-hmm. it was like where the hell from where we were dominating and like you know getting into the lead of a race and winning the race by 15 seconds mm-hmm. we were like chasing down the leader and it was just a struggle mm-hmm. uh to win but we we done so well at the start of the season that we could kind of drift home mm-hmm. um so that was 2019 and then so you, we you all, were the first double f3 first, british first, double champion, yeah, first f3 double champion, uh, f3 champion yeah, yeah Brit- british champion but i think ever as well because most wow. people they move he loves, on or... he loves doing these things I, just of, loves of course I have to get the, I have to get the little quotes in. There's yeah. think about it now the Lancer Championships it's well I did mention at the beginning there were lots of other accolades yeah. Yeah. yeah you have to get them in yeah you do of course you do that's why we're here I'm sorry this podcast meant to be an hour we haven't got enough time to talk so much about we're already over that so so okay you must have had a plan at the end of 2019 yeah, you know, I, I, I've, you weren't going to do it again. No, no, I was definitely not. And we sold the car um, because it was it had won two championships. It was worth quite mm. a lot of money, and a guy in the series bought the car to go and race it. But as we know from <clears throat> twenty nineteen, yeah, it was COVID, a mm. uh, hit. So we ended up buying a car and coming back to Ireland just to keep my Doing eye something. in, just to do something because yeah. if you fall out for a year, yeah, it's very hard to get back at that level when, yeah the speeds are so high and we, I was performing quite well that I was like, oh, a year out probably isn't going to do me any good. So mm-hmm. we came back and raced in Boss Ireland again. Um, the car we had was a very good car compared to the other guys that were there. It wasn't any more what expensive. Was it? it was a Formula 3 car as oh, well, but one of the you. current ones. Mm-hmm. It was it, like, there was way more expensive cars mm-hmm. than it, but when I'm asking in Formula 3 for two years at a real high level, coming back to kind of like just the bit of crack and fun mm-hmm. on the weekend, we won the... Uh, 2020 championship um, in 2020 because that was that was the only option. It wasn't my plan to come home. I wanted to kind of mm-hmm. do something more, mm-hmm. and then we raced for the Lancer Trophy as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, led the didn't lead. So this the, is what you mentioned earlier. Yeah, this was, should have been a double Lancer <laughs> Trophy winning champion. Yeah, it's gonna. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get upset. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got a bad start. The the car I had. Uh, was a Pedro Fida Toyota engine, which was older than a uh, different engine than a Volkswagen. So the the start procedure was much harder to get it off the line. Yeah. And I was terrible. It never stalled, but I was always losing places off the line. And it, in Mondello, as you know, there's no pole position. Both. Yeah. They're they're not slotted. They're just so really second places on pole as well. Yeah. Um. And Paul O'Connell in his F3 got the lead. Mm-hmm. Uh. And he like a built engine, so like 300 horsepower compared to my 220. His is an older car, but 
as Mandelo was just it's so hard to pass anyway mm-hmm. and everywhere that I was stronger in the corners he just on Dumped down the shoe he was just gone like yeah, he, yeah. and I never had that break in distance uh, so I got really close every time at turn one on the brakes from mm-hmm. his advantage on, on the with the engine and every time coming through turn two I was like oh, if I'm if I'm brave enough here I'll just I'll send one around the outside at turn two and Paul yeah. Paul's a great driver and I knew he was never going to you're never going to give anyone and an he, inch he won this year's Lancer Trophy didn't he he won this year's oh, Lancer sorry, Trophy no he yeah. didn't oh, no, he, did. no he, he didn't did. he didn't no, he, he didn't. was leading and he, he ran was out leading. fuel yeah. maybe or something or a problem with the car yeah, Sylvie, yeah. Sylvie, Sylvie Mullins won yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah sorry, Jesus, I, sorry, I actually thought you did as well <laughs> well done um, Sylvie <laughs> but yeah so the race and the clock and the gantry Mandela was like six minutes left and I was like Jesus Christ I'm running out of time here I can't see an opportunity where I'm going to pass him and out of the last corner he made a little bit he got a little bit of a wobble okay. and it kept me close enough at turn one and mm-hmm. I was like no I'm not going to try and move at turn one it's just I'm too late I'm too far back uh, I showed him like the like I was going to go for it yeah. and I cut back and he went defensive and then he was in the wrong position coming out of turn one and I I remember just being I remember getting on the throttle out of turn one and I was like I'm just going to send one around the outside here it's, I don't want to finish second I was like I don't in a Lens trophy, you don't at that stage the when you're quick enough to win, win it. Yeah. I don't actually care if I finish second. No, no one for a gap. Yeah, no one cares yeah. really. In, in especially in the biggest race of the year, no one's ever going to care about second place. And the championship was already won at that stage. Mm. Uh, so around the outside, I went and fair play to Paul. He gave me just enough room on the curb on the outside. I made it. Stick. It's narrow there on the exit. That's so yeah, narrow. <laughs> we went the whole way down to turn three, kind of side by side, and then I just had the inside of the kink. Uh, got the move done. Pulled like a six second gap. Uh, with four minutes to go there was a red flag uh, and they pulled it back, back by two lap. two laps oh, it's dirt uh, it's two laps in our, our, Ireland's log, uh, okay. rule book Man. so we came into the pit lane and I was like it's a lap England it's a lap I have it it's, like, it's grand I've been definitely past the start finish line two laps they came in and they everyone came over and they were celebrating with Paul and I was oh, like Jesus. you're joking I was like, that's a tough pill to swallow. Oh, that oh, was that's a tough pill. That was to a tough swallow. pill to swallow. Honestly, you finally I, got that off your chest. Yeah, I, I know. There, I know. There's. I know. There's bigger problems. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. There's bigger problems in the world. But we went up to race control, and I was like, what? What the hell? Is, tell us yeah. the rule book here. It's one yeah. lap, and they were like, showed us, and eventually we found out it was two. Um, and that was just yeah. That that's was one real. of those low points we mentioned right at the beginning. Yeah. Of yeah. The podcast. Oh, yeah. it was it was shocking, mm. and then it was even worse to see the celebrations of. Yeah. Them winning the Lenser Trophy. Oh, look, mm. Paul. Paul's a good, great driver, and I'm not gonna yeah. say have anything bad to say about Paul. Mm-hmm. He, he, look, his name is on it now, and that's a brilliant thing to have. Mm-hmm. But it's just bitter pill to swallow when you've when you've won the race. But the next time, the I'd next time you win a Keen, you can just uh, you know put a line through his name. He yeah, I'm gonna yeah. a little a little <laughs> scriber, just a squig, little, <laughs> yeah, a little little bit of duct tape, oh, a little bit of duct tape over. But that oh, that moment, that moment. Uh, went into winter and it was the last race of the season and I mm. honestly was like I'm I'm done with this kind of sport and I was, I was mm. kind of pissed off the whole wave it was handled and mm. um, that was kind of me I was like sell the car up I'm done I'm finished where am I going now there's mm. COVID is still here am I going to get another year's race and probably not I was like pack it in yeah, call it a day you and can't just see what's going yeah, on, yeah make the next move in my life but came to yeah, you, you've, you've been working yeah, you're, I've been working all along. Like you're, you're working yeah, yeah. A, a normal nine to five every every day. Yeah, my uh, my father runs a fabrication like shop, so my, I'm a qualified fitter by by trade. Mm-hmm. So I'm still I'm still working like my nine to five job. Mm-hmm. But 
this is just a, still a hobby to yeah, me, yeah, trying yeah. to make something of it. Yeah, <laughs> so that that moment was honestly for me I was like oh, I'm done with this you know when you have that it's absolutely bit, yeah it's a bad it leaves a bad taste mm. in your mouth that's like me every evening yeah, every in the evening, yeah. I'm sick of this yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, not go- I'm not coming back tomorrow not coming in in the morning I'm yeah. not coming in in the morning yeah. oh god so I went through the winter and I was finished like I remember at Christmas time I was like I'm so about I'm, this time last year uh, yeah this time last year I was yeah. I was finished racing I was like I'm not coming back I was kind of like right let's focus on the business and start making a bit of money instead of spending money you know because yeah. you know enjoy a few holidays away because you go to England they're not holidays like you're yeah. stressed out when you're racing yeah. and stuff um, and then in January I kind of just got this brain where I was like oh, I'd love to do something different like GTs I'd love to have a go mm. so I rang Matt Griffin um, yeah who he, races with uh, with Ferrari he's TF a co- or TF course is it uh, with AF course AF course yeah so yeah. he's a factory driver for Ferrari he has been for Oh, over, ten, over 10 years yeah, I think yeah, um, yeah. a huge success he's raced Le Mans several times uh, uh, yeah, I, think, I think he's done his 10th Le Mans this yeah, year I think you're right. yeah, yeah. Um, but I got Matt, Matt was on the judging panel when I won the Young Driver of the Year and we kept in touch okay. from there and uh, I rang him one day and I was like look is there anything you can do for me Just I just want to test, test one uh, mm-hmm. and it went from there he, we kind of got off the phone and he was like look I, I, I'll help you I'll he wouldn't say a man. He's a manager, but like he'll mentor, mentor me, try and yeah, get me into the best that, yeah. situations. Uh, and yeah, the rest is history, as they say. Like Matt was just brilliant. <laughs> he was honestly the best person to work with ever. The, the contacts he has in the industry is huge. Within yeah, like he three weeks, very well liked. Yeah, yeah, within three weeks, we were testing for Toyota Gazoo racing. Like the, the works Toyota team in the UK in a GT4 Supra in their British GT car. Yeah, um, had an option to do that. And then we were literally like very close to signing that deal. And we got a call from TS Corsa, uh, yeah. who I raced with this year, Matt kind of getting the connections together. And they yeah. were like, can you fly to Italy to do a test? And this was in first week of March. Yeah, yeah. Granted, like there was no flights leaving Ireland at this time. And they rang me and they were like, we need you. This was on a Tuesday evening. They were like, we need you Thursday morning <laughs> in Verano in Italy, which is like middle of Italy. So. Yeah. I'd, I was be like, in, I'd be in a car that'd be me yeah, yeah you're, you're a glutton for punishment it, it was an option drive. I was yeah. honestly thinking of driving because I was yeah. like guys I was on to the engineer of the team I was like I have no way mm. of getting to I have no way of getting to Italy mm-hmm. so we ended up having to fly to UK from the UK to France from France to Italy like in the middle of a pandemic Jeez. my mom never wanted me racing in the first place yeah. and, I, and <laughs> is like so worried with COVID and stuff and I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only one in Ireland Jumping flying in all over the world <laughs> um, so yeah we got the went and done the test there and uh, I, I knew I was like this is what I really want I want to be racing in Europe mm. in a like really professional series and it was when I was like, I knew I was getting into that car that day. Never seen the mm. car. They're an absolute tank of a thing. And I knew I just had to just drive the wheels off it yeah. for that test. Because it was an evaluation. They yeah, wanted course, me there yeah. to evaluate. You're there to impress. Um, and I left the truck that day and the owner pulled me back in and asked for just a quick meeting up in the office of the truck. And they mm-hmm. wanted me to sign the contract there and then. Unbelievable. And yeah, that's Unbelievable. where we... Unbelievable. Well yeah. done. But, yeah, like, that's the thing. To be able to get into a car that you've never driven before and to be able to do a fast lap I mean, yeah, yeah, that's tough. Yeah, to put it on the limit, especially in those cars. If you, Ellen, the, the photos you see on Instagram, the cars look big, but honestly, they're they're tiny. No, no, they're huge. Oh, are they? Oh, they're, they're long. They're, 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 they're long, alright. They're like, bigger than that, I'd say. Oh, way bigger. Way bigger. Honestly, that's when I seen it in the Lamborghini. garage the first day in Verano, I was like, oh mm. my god, I'm terrified of this. Before I even drive it out, and I didn't even have my own seat, so it was like, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. Okay. big, huge seat that was in it. And you they don't were know like, who's weed in it? 
yeah, yeah no, he, was, <laughs> he was pissed and already there was like cushions down the side of me and I was like oh I'm going to be terrible here this is just not mm. feeling right at all but I was a bit clever in <clears throat> what I'd done because I obviously have a simulator at home for like practicing on the tracks in England yeah. and stuff and I got Verano on the track for like the night before but I hadn't done like the whole day on Wednesday mm. at the circuit and the team we arrived on Thursday and the team were like do you know the have you been here before and I was like I haven't got a clue of this place <laughs> they were like do you not do you not do oh, it on the so same and I was like no coy, I don't yeah. have the same yeah. lap one I remember coming out of the it's like a kinked left onto the straight and you like run across the curb uh, you know like on the curbs they make that little yeah, noise yeah, and, you them. Yeah. and I was like pinned on the first lap and I was like I knew that's what I had to do because they were probably like on the pit wall going oh jeez uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> even though I was like six seconds off the reference time yeah. but I came across onto the first lap I remember because I had it from the same I was like right I'm going to send it out of the last corner here in the first yeah. lap just to kind of get them going oh yeah, yeah, yeah. open our eyes here <laughs> yeah. uh, but I chipped away during the day they, they were very good the engineer was very good in saying like we're not focusing on lap times we just want to see how you progress mm-hmm. through the day so i was like right no pressure yeah for the morning time learn the car and then in the afternoon they put two new sets of tires on they had a driver the week before okay and they were they were like oh this is data we have from a few years ago but i knew it the driver's okay, data okay. from the week before because so, they were comparing me to him obviously because they were picking between two uh and the last run of the day um on the old tire i actually didn't i made a mistake on the new one i went to 10 quicker than them and I, I just knew kind of to myself, I was like, oh, grand. At least I'm, <laughs> even if I don't get the drive, at least it's quicker than that gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was happy I would go home. <laughs> but yeah, that That's was what it's uh, all about. But it's like everyone, when you go rental go karting or anything, it's like, oh, I, don't, I don't care. Once, once I'm quicker yeah, than him. Once I'm quicker yeah, yeah. than him, it doesn't matter who it is. Anything in, anything in life. It's like, yeah. I was, once I'm better than him, yeah. I don't care. Never go karting with Kean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't bring me on a stag and yeah, go go karting. Yeah, I'm, okay, no, I'm taking it too seriously. <laughs> so, so just t- give us a quick rundown of this year. Then, um, you, you did the full season. Yeah, we uh, done the, f- the full championship. Um, started really strong in Barcelona. Again, probably the worst thing that could happen to us because uh, I got loads of confidence off it. And I was like, oh, maybe this is maybe this will be a breeze. Mm-hmm. We were like. P1 in the morning session in Barcelona never even had to circuit my life mm. only done like a half day in Verano a couple of weeks before uh, and in the afternoon session we were P2 so we ended up like P2 overall on day one and two mm-hmm. against some of the best drivers in the world start, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. amazing these, some of these guys had won Le Mans and I was like this is fucking, I remember ringing home to my mom and dad and I was like it's fucking easy. <laughs> like, I don't even know how to drive this car yet like this yeah, is mad yeah, yeah, yeah. but I was buzzing I was, I was absolutely delighted and then um my teammate was, he's a, a gentleman driver and it, he, like Pietro's seriously quick for a gentleman driver, but it just mm-hmm. uh, it takes him a while to build up his speed. Yeah. So in qualifying, groove. we qualified like 15th, 16th and he got caught up in an f- yeah. uh, incident in the first corner. We finished like 24th but in the race, which is all right out of 40 odd cars. But yeah, it was my first weekend and I was like, right, first endurance race. Uh, Jesus Christ, doing a pit stop and leaving the pit lane. I was like, what the hell do I, I do know, here? It's unbelievably daunting when you so see daunting. the precision of it. Like, and yeah, you don't want to be yeah, the one who messes two up minutes the stalls in the pits, or whatever. Yeah. As soon as that car dropped, you used to be like, yeah. wheel spinning, uh, gone, uh, making sure that like, the light is green at the end of the pit lane. Yeah. And there's no tire warmers. So mm-hmm. I get into the car, brand new tires, yeah. mm-hmm. stone cold against guys that have pitted maybe the lap before. Yeah. And the guys on the radio, he's like, you're racing the guy on behind and in front into turn one yeah, I'm like on call tires so you turn into turn one there's nothing and then mm. the guys from behind are coming and you're like 
squirming on cold tires. It's like, oh, I'm way out of my comfort zone here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why yeah. Why am what I doing this? <laughs> definite squeaky bum bum. Yeah, I should have retired when it came to it. Yeah. You're yeah. <laughs> so old now, you told us that. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It was your age was against yeah, you. But no, it, it, that was the high point of the year. We had a great weekend in Monza. We, f- we should have probably been on the podium, maybe won the race. We had the pace. We were the quickest, one of the quickest guys there all weekend. Quickest team there, but we got, uh, we couldn't get the car in the first gear in the pit stop and mm. we finished seventh we lost like 30 seconds and the leader won by 28 oh, seconds geez. so mm. what could have should have would have could, yeah, we might course, have, not saying we could have won it but just like the Lenster trophy but then we had then we had then we had Le Mans which was a bad weekend for us because it's we'd I think I did six laps in practice mm-hmm. and it's a 13 and a half kilometer circuit mm-hmm. in the black dark yeah. it was so hard to learn mm-hmm. uh, I started there was two races at Le Mans. I started one of the races 24th and at the end of my stint I was up to 10th. So I was pretty happy with that, Brilliant, passing yeah, 14 yeah. cars at Le Mans. Mm. Um, and then it just kind of went downhill from there. We were kind of, it got into my head a little bit um, because we were struggling with money uh, mm-hmm. to pay the last part of the, mm-hmm. the, the budget. And I was like, oh, will I be racing this weekend? And my head just wasn't in the yeah. right place. Yeah, yeah. And then the team were like... And that's- I was asking the team, I was like, give me some reassurance that you want me back next year. And they were like, no, we 100% want you back. But mm-hmm. I was like, like, give me a contract, give me something or, you yeah. know, for next year. And I yeah, just started kind of thinking too far ahead where I should have mm-hmm. focused on the racing. It's not often that you get a contract early anyway, but I was like, mm-hmm. I just, I want to, I want my next, I've never had a year that's like next year is sorted. And mm-hmm. in endurance racing, a lot of the times the gentleman driver will pay kind yeah. of a lot of the subsidize the budget for the, mm-hmm. The, the pro driver and I was kind of expecting that because I'd done a really good job compared to the amateur like I was mm-hmm. always like four seconds quicker than him you proved the point and I was proving the point I was mm-hmm. helping the team along like I didn't have a teammate and reference to build, to go off yeah, exactly, you know, we done yeah. no testing at all because we were on a tight budget but other teams mm-hmm. were doing like four days at every circuit yeah. and we were still inside every time I got in the car I was always inside the top 10 out of the pro guys mm-hmm. so I felt like I was I was always there, there, place. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, obviously, we're in talks with the team for next year, but mm-hmm. it's just I'm I'm just one of those people that I'm like I just want to have things sorted, get into Christmas, enjoy Christmas, not have to worry about yeah. racing, yeah, contracts, yeah, yeah. the whole yeah. lot. Um, so it's in process at the moment. In process, but, but hopeful. not uh, set in stone because yeah. um, I have a really good opportunity next mm-hmm. year that I'm very close. Okay. I think to finalising, I can't. Of course. I can't yeah. say it on air yeah. at the moment. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I'm very close to signing a, a, a dream come true kind of deal. I never thought I'd see you on you porn, but... Yeah, I didn't think you were into that kind of thing, Keen. <laughs> That's Keen's why he's in good shape. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, yeah, hopefully I'll have Keen. that. Hopefully I'll have that announced and maybe before uh, maybe before Christmas. Maybe. Okay, well, we'll make sure to to, <laughs> yeah. to reshare. Fingers crossed for you, dude. Don't be and obviously that. a big um, shout out fingers. big shout out to Dean Motors as well. They're one of my sponsors in 2021. That's true. Thanks very much. Yeah. Um, That's true. Great, great, lad, great bunch of lads. I always so. knew he was a good guy. Helping, yeah. Yeah. Helping, yeah. Help. That, was the, that was the month you didn't get paid. I'm way more expensive than he is. Yeah. I just need uh, I just want something to buy my Mercedes off, you know, again, I'll be happy. Well, I'll tell you what, actually talking about, let's come back to it. Road car. What do you drive as a road car? Uh, I drive a A45 uh, Mercedes. Oh, right. AMG. Nice. AMG, yeah. yeah. Uh, I have driven this car. It's mapped, definitely mapped. Is this yeah, the great one? Definitely mapped. Has a downpipe, doesn't it? Did it has a downpipe. Did we sell him this car? 
Sorry? No, 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 no. no, no I, okay. I was going to, and then I bottled it. Okay. Uh, okay. I got yeah, I, drove, I drove a different one. I didn't drive yeah. your car. I drove the silver one. Yeah, silver yeah, was yeah that was. That's how I got in contact yeah, with you. Yeah, yeah. I was impressed. It um, sounds good, though. It does sound good. It does sound yeah. good. It has a downpipe. It's stage two. Unbelievable torque. Oh, yeah, that's crazy! What I just yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. Crazy. Two liter yeah. turbo. I know you kind of missed the the A forty five name is misleading. Yeah, 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 it is. Yeah, but it but it is. It sounds too soft for what they are. They're very aggressive. The pops and bangs are brilliant out of it as well mm, yeah but yeah simon i got in contact with simon because the silver one was for sale and mm-hmm. i was like oh maybe i could sell mine and then i was like i don't I haven't enjoyed it enough yet so i was like i'll hold on to it for a while uh-huh. i think t- you i think you probably looked and went oh maybe he could give me some money I that's did. probably really yeah. exactly, that's exactly what he said he'll give me good money for this he'll give yeah. me good money for this <laughs> we can do a race on the old summer hill highway as i like to call oh, it there you go yeah so no after, problem that'd be um, a good one. yeah <laughs> keen before we wrap I, I, you've talked about all these different tracks you've talked about le mans you've talked about alton park being your favorite uk track mondello you know yeah there's a lot of people's favorite track what stands out for you what what rate track can you not wait to get back to because yeah le mans but not for the the circuit not for the circuit it, it's yeah. le mans because it's it's le mans and there's a hundred thousand people there and yeah, the yeah, grandstands yeah. are full it was yeah. amazing yeah um my favorite circuit probably brands gp yeah i because I'd if, love, brands is up there on my list yeah if you put a wheel wrong you're having a massive yeah. crash in brands and it's and fast it's out the back so fast and the undulations and everything yeah yeah that's, now porto mayo the last day was That's I didn't expect it track, yeah. because I've seen it in the F1 it's like it looks a bit boring but to drive it's amazing yeah and it's quite technical to, to learn I like that about it but yeah brand, Gran Turismo Brands GP Brands GP is if he's going to ever go and do a track day uh, Brands GP is the place to go yeah you know they do track days on yeah, that every yeah, second yeah, Thursday yeah, yeah. There you go. So when you're collecting your next car coming through England I will pop this, in pop it's in a, it's a nice segue because um if if you're listening to this and all of this talk of racing and lap times and all this kind of stuff has you itching to uh, hurl your own car around a, a circuit, uh, Dean Motors, in fact, are actually, we're going to host our first ever uh, track day uh, at Mondello Park. It's, uh, we're announcing it now. This is the first time we've That's actually, it. we haven't put it out and there I'm yet. I'm dying to know because I don't know what they Because you don't know the date. So. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> uh, so it's happening. Uh, usually track days uh, are on a Friday. So we have a Saturday date. It's February the 19th. I'm busy. Uh, the Mond- <laughs> Mondello Park. It's the national <laughs> circuit. Um, we're calling it the Dean Motors Speed Meet because that kind of sounds better than the Who track, came up than with track that day. Name? It was a collaboration of mine. <laughs> um, so, but it was a bit of both. Oh, that's all right. But that's okay. uh, basically, it's a chance. If you have, we, we want to kind of aim this towards people with classic cars. Obviously, something modern. We would love to see it as well. But it's a, a lot of people with classic cars might be a bit afraid to kind of bring their car out and track. We are hopefully like-minded people who are uh, sensitive uh, to classic yeah. cars and to be yeah no no, no messing. What and does stuff. it say? Rubbing is racing. Rubbing is racing, but not not with a classic car. <laughs> not with classic so cars. it's a, it's a chance to get out some like-minded people with some uh, some cars similar to yours, um, and maybe actually we'll probably bring a load of uh, Dean Motors cars down oh, yeah, as well that sure, you can have a look not? at. Maybe si- I think Simon, you're up and offering a hot laps in your Lamborghini. I believe. Well, it wouldn't be very hot now. In all fairness, brakes are, <laughs> are probably if, the worst. If Simon's if like Simon's if Simon's bringing the Fiesta, then no one bring any classic yeah, cars. Don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> rubbing really is racing the first <laughs> exactly oh, but uh no we're really really looking forward to it uh obviously it's in a couple months time um if you want to come along places are limited but they are live right now on our website um presuming you're listening to the podcast when we actually release it and not two months after the event has happened yeah. but uh if you go right now to dmotors.ie forward slash events you'll find out everything you need to know and you can book your spot it's going to be a great day 
Um, hopefully we'll have a great mix of cars and actually we're going to have uh, it'll be it'll have nice lunch and everything lined up uh, you know none, none of your well, ham you sandwiches here Neil, it's going to be special of course it is <laughs> premium dude um, Keen, before we go we have to ask every single guest it's a rite of passage looking around the cars it's night time now but Simon just as you do you always kind of explain a few of the cars that are out there that we have in stock and Keen, we want you to pick what car you would take home Cosworth Renault 5 Turbo E46 M3s, loads of them. Yeah. Uh, I do R- like that. We're used to Renault engines. Audi R8. Uh, I mean, a few more inside next Lamborghini door. Lamborghini Diablo, Ferrari 360, Spider. What's doing it for you, Keen? Aston Martin DBS. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Come good on. choice. <laughs> you forgot about it. <laughs> good choice. What oh, that's that's what unbelievable. Yes. I, I didn't even know you had it. Have you uh, advertised oh, that yet? Man. Yeah, yeah, we only stuck it up during the week. I haven't what seen it yet. Can. As soon as I walked in and seen it, I was like, wow. I knew they were rare in a manual, but I didn't really know quite how rare. I think like, so. They made two and a half thousand DBSs. Yeah. I think 2,000 of them were automatic yeah. and the others were, were manual. Like even so when you go and look online now in all of the UK and Ireland there's three for sale and ours is one of them. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I, 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 like, I, they are actually have aged unbelievably well. Like yeah. I, I find it actually difficult with a lot of the new Aston Martins to know what's what. Yeah. Like I would see it, that and think is that a new one? It, does, know, it, yeah, it looks amazing. like a 2017. It doesn't yeah, look like a yeah. 2009. Yeah, oh man. Fair. And it is an animal. I'd say so. It is an animal to drive. It's, uh, mm. Neil was saying it's auto, it's um, manual, yeah, yeah, manual. much better but, than the. Yeah. It is, it is misleading though, and I think we do indicate this in the ad. It says it's a six liter. It's a five point nine. Oh fucking! So we've misrepresented this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have to lower the price yeah, on that I'm car. Sorry, you have to lower the price. Yeah, now. it's like we actually we discussed the five sixty uh, Mercedes is in the car lounge before. Five point five to five point five. Five point five. Don't uh, know why do it. And and the, I think it's the same engine size as the Lamborghini, isn't it? We figured 5. out. Five point seven. What's this? Five point seven. Five point seven. Oh, there you go Keen but yeah no definitely the Aston Martin yeah. yeah you have to see it in the showroom to just it's see how spectacular the they are the presence yeah so Keen's taking off in uh, in the Aston Martin now heading home yeah Keen, as soon as, uh, we're actually just we're doing a swap deal <laughs> for the yeah, yeah. straight swap <laughs> that's a sponsorship deal <laughs> straight swap Keen it's been absolutely brilliant having thanks you. for having me lads. I've learned a lot I thought I knew about racing I've learned a lot, yeah. a lot. Um, we, we as I said we do want to shine a light on, on uh, some of Ireland's young racing drivers and you are still young you take that you are still young um, so yeah it's been absolutely brilliant having you we will be uh, featuring hopefully a lot more of uh, Ireland's younger racing drivers and supporting them if you want to find um, out anything more about Kean, uh, you know what he looks like w- whether w- he w- actually w- is in shop YouTube <laughs> no sorry you porn forward slash you can follow him uh, at com. you'll find him on social you're on Facebook you're on Instagram um, and we wish you all the very best uh, in the series next year we'll be following you jeez it might even be a YouTube series on you sometime never mind yeah, Michael might me, and, me and my mate Michael's going to have me on that next year I think we'll, oh is he oh, yeah, we, go, can yeah. I come yeah, we, said, we said we'll do it well, together he has, a, he has his own um, GT3 Porsche doesn't he he has a, he has a, nine, a 991 I think GT3 yeah. privately so and there you go we'll quickly he's a he doesn't pay a penny you know quick fact um, that I learned from that day he's not a paid driver he, he's not a paid driver even though he's an amateur mm. and he told me walking down the pit lane on our exclusive chat that day <laughs> yeah, yeah. that he you and him Bezzy mates he, Bezzy mates we, he, had it, he had his acting career to fund his racing career really? yep he I always like wants man. he wants to be a racing driver I from like, like a young kid legend legend yeah. there legend. you go new, new, even more respect for him Kian, thank you so much Thanks, lads. we'll be back with another episode of the car lounge at the beginning of January new year um, and we will not leave it another four months to, we're never doing that again uh, until then make sure you're uh, following Dean Motors on our social channels do check out the uh, track day event that we have coming up and uh, we'll talk to you on the next one <laughs>